Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Rihanna Dillon. I'm a film critic, broadcaster, and I'll be your guide to this year's BFI London Film Festival. With this podcast, I'll be taking you through the 2020 edition of the LFF, talking to some of the filmmakers whose films are premiering at the festival and pointing out some of the films that are worth seeking out in this year's festival edition. Think of this podcast as a guide to some of the unmissable films, how to watch them, why they matter, and a glimpse into the minds who made them. However, in today's episode, we're taking a detour from the film aspect of LFF, I know, what? And venturing into a completely new territory where the LFF expanded. This is a new addition to the festival, a new dimension of creative works by filmmakers, performers, visual artists. There are 360 films, there are VR projects, and there's a digital exhibition space called The Expanse where you can have little avatars of yourself go around and experience the works that are being shown. You don't actually need a VR headset to visit The Expanse. You can do it entirely for free online or get a Google Cardboard to attach to your phone, which costs around a tenner. We'll be talking to Ulrich Schrauf, the newly appointed XR and immersive programmer, about why we should all be so excited about what XR can bring to the festival experience, and hopefully he'll be able to fill you in on what XR actually is a bit better than me. Ulrich, thank you so much for joining us in the BFI lobby on the South Bank. I love that I'm interviewing you face to face. It's very exciting. It's exciting, right? It's not virtual. (laughs) It's not. This is real. I'm experiencing you in reality. This is all playing into a conversation that we're going to have about XR. Tell me, what is XR? (laughs) Well, first of all, XR means extended realities. Mm -hmm. um, And it sums up all kinds of immersive forms like virtual reality, augmented reality, mixed reality. I think we've all heard these terms and Mm -hmm. sometimes not quite sure what it actually means. It's super simple. Virtual reality means you're completely immersed inside a virtual environment. You are wearing a virtual reality headset, for example. It's a digital environment um, where you can see either films or interactive works. Mm-hmm. Augmented reality is that you're seeing the outside world around you, but you have an augmented layer on it that can mm-hmm. be a tablet, it can be a phone. We all know Pokemon Go, for example, yes. augmented reality, but it can also be an, a work of art on a tablet, but we also have wearing devices like um, AR glasses, etc. And extended reality means 
the whole combination of these immersive art forms. So if we're talking people through what they might experience when they come down to the BFI, we come to the lobby, we go upstairs, just before we get to the blue room where the expanse exists, we come to a augmented reality exhibition. So, I mean, it was beautiful and very, very moving. Tell me about creating that. Yeah, this is uh, an augmented reality installation by French artists uh, Adrian M. and Claire B. And they are known for doing very poetic uh, sort of mixed reality performances. This is actually their background. And they have developed this piece called Aqua Alta. Um, we have a pop-up book. So it's a book that you can open up and it unfolds different landscapes mm -hmm. and, and worlds. And the visitor then uses a tablet, an augmented reality device yeah. in this form. And on each of these 10 pages of the books, a story, a very beautiful poetic story about loss and finding loved ones back mm -hmm. is unfolding. All of these are hand-drawn but actually animated by real-life dancers. So they have been motion-tracked and sort of captured and then turned into this augmented reality art piece. That's very, very cool. And we're each given our individual tablets and headsets and they're all cleaned magically in this big cabinet. Exactly. Of course, So here at the installation of the BFI South Bank, we're taking care of all the health and safety measurements so we're cleaning all the headsets, all the devices all the time. We have a UV cleaning that system, it, actually. Yes. It's, um, it's really exciting. It's a new technology. So everything's super safe and secure here. And this is what we're taking care of. And then we walk into The Expanse, which is the <laughs> coolest name ever for any kind of installation. Thanks so, so much. what can we expect from The Expanse? So... Um, the original idea of LFF Expanded, the new strand of XR and immersive art for um, uh, BFI London Film Festival, is to showcase very different forms of immersive art forms. Immersive art means you're in the middle of the experience. Mm -hmm. So you're not longer in front of a work of art, you're inside of it. That can be, as we said, virtual or augmented reality, but it can also be something like projection mapping or mm -hmm. something like these art forms. So originally we were in imagining to have big installations, physical installations, uh, where people can immerse in these different kind of art forms and also have performances, etc. So when COVID hit, we had to pivot to a more digital version. So what yeah. we've done to make it as accessible as possible, we have created a virtual museum that you can access with a VR headset from home globally for free, anywhere in the world. You can just sit down and enter our virtual museum, The Expanse, and see all the different artworks that I've curated for this new strand and see even other people in this space. You can talk to them, you can socialize. We have panels, keynotes, a live opening event, etc. So it's a full virtual space, a virtual world where you can socialize with other attendees, but also see all the artworks. I mean, it's an incredible thing that you guys are tackling here. What have been some of the major challenges along the way? <laughs> I mean... The major perspective for us was to make it as accessible as possible. Mm -hmm. We all know VR, everyone has sort of heard of it mm -hmm. or might be interested, but it's not something mainstream that everyone has at home. So we're trying to make very different access points so people from all over the world, but especially here in the UK, can really access it as easily as possible and can get immersed in this new art form. And with all kind of emerging technology, making it accessible is always a big challenge. Yeah. So 
we've come a long way with our virtual installation. We have a 2D browser version of this, actually. You can just go with your desktop at home, your PC or Mac. You can just go, you wander around this virtual environment. We have a 360 player that's working on every device, even on your phone. You can put in a Google Cardboard. So we have very different access points. And um, yeah, this was one of the major challenges. And what about in terms of technical glitches, which inevitably <laughs> will happen? What have you kind of, have you had to train staff to have, how to deal with that? Sure. I mean, there's a full handbook of uh, <laughs> what's going to happen with when technical glitches appear. Like I heard a guy in there saying, oh, well, you've managed to do something that I no one has ever managed to do before. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm impressed. Um, yeah. As I said, with emerging technology, there's always uh, risks of glitches and things not working. But that's also part of fun of it. And yeah. I always say... VR is actually trial and error for anyone. It, also for me, I've done it for years, but sometimes this way doesn't work, although it has worked before, mm -hmm. and I have tried another way, and then it works. It's just <laughs> exactly what you did, probably. And so the main rule is don't be afraid. You're not going to break anything. Just try around mm -hmm. and see what's going to happen. And what this art form and experiencing, what these amazing creators have done and, and created, what kind of impact does it have on you? And this different kind of storytelling, this is super interesting, I think. So tell me about one of your own personal highlights that you really recommend everyone try and find when they're in this expanse. That is the meanest question, obviously, <laughs> because I love each and every one of them. I Otherwise, I wouldn't have picked it. Um, I mean, I can say what was very interesting for me during programming this new strand, that certain themes and textures have arisen mm -hmm. from what I looked through for the open call and what uh, all the other works that I looked at. So... One topic that I find very interesting, and I myself come from a performing arts background, so I'm a performer, I used to run theaters. Mm -hmm. So the convergence of music, theater, dance, performance, that's something that's very interesting for me. And there are a few uh, pieces that are exactly along the lines of these. One piece that I really, really love is, it's called All Kinds of Limbo by an amazing singer, New BR Brandon. And it's part of our partnership with the National Theatre. Mm -hmm. So they have created this and we are now showing a new version of the original piece that's been made for us here at LFF Expanded. And it's a very powerful homage on the influence of Caribbean and West Indian culture on the UK music scene. So this is really, really beautiful. So another very big theme in the works that we found for our program this year is the question around shared community, uh, underrepresented racial identities. And there's a few of these, but one I think is very, very interesting because it's a very new topic in VR. It's called Give Me One. And it's also an homage on the very vibrant uh, ballroom and voguing scene of trans people of color and uh, here in the UK. And it's so interesting to see and to get immersed into the world mm -hmm. and how they work with their bodies, how uh, this all comes together and what it does to us. So how do you select the works then? You talked about the programming. So uh, we had an open call out for artists all over the world to submit their work. And we had over 150 submissions, wow. which is amazing yeah. for the first year. And so I've reviewed all of mm -hmm. these. Uh, most of them were virtual reality works, some of also augmented reality or mixed reality performances, etc. 
And then I start to select and also look at thematic strands, what's coming together, what's interesting, what's also new, mm -hmm. uh, what are new premieres that we want to showcase. And then, of course, I discuss it with the rest of the programming team, with Trisha Tuttle, the festival director, and then start to make choices. And what is interesting in XR or in programming XR is it's very different to film programming because all of these artworks are very different in how to showcase yes. them. Also technically, yes. some things work very easily, some things you really have to adapt, some only normally work in a physical environment. So you have to think if you're showcasing this in a virtual museum, mm -hmm. how do I do this? So I try to contextualize the pieces so I build rooms for them so they have sort of a set decoration, yes. etc. And you always have to go forth and back with the creators a lot and ask mm -hmm. them, okay, how do we going to do this? How how does it fit into our programming? How do we make it accessible technically, etc. So, yeah, that's the, the process. I noticed that there were quite a few short documentaries mm -hmm. in The Expanse. Does that form particularly lend itself to XR? I wouldn't have necessarily thought so. Yeah, it does. And why it does is you change perspective through VR. Right you get in the middle of it. So you're not longer looking at a screen mm -hmm. and being told a story. You are the story. Sometimes you can even interact or sort of make changes that affect the storyline. Uh -huh. But with these documentaries, you change your perspective of, for example, how people of color are living. What are they confronted with? Things that I don't get engaged as much mm -hmm. if I just sort of watch a normal 2D documentary and if i'm in the middle of it i think it really can change perspective and get a better insight sometimes i was following a woman around a shop yeah exactly and i was following her around the entire shop mm -hmm. there was no back <laughs> there was no black yeah. it was amazing yeah. it's very very cool great um glad you liked it yeah <laughs> when you were you said you put a call out and you had 150 submissions how are filmmakers responding to this kind of new technology because new tech is always intimidating so i'm really intrigued as to how open filmmakers are to playing around with it that's a very interesting question i think filmmakers are very intrigued by this medium because they can tell stories very very differently what's especially surprising is there are so many different genres coming to vr or ar so you have, of course you have filmmakers but you have choreographers you have theater directors you have visual artists um you have performing artists so i think that's a very interesting mix of genres and this is also again then very inspiring for filmmakers for also their 2d work so for example i'm going to have a q and a with bafakoto during our festival and he's working both in vr but also in conventional filmmaking 2d filmmaking and we're actually going to talk about how this affects his artistic practice and what he can draw from the one to the other so and asif kapadia is also doing something around vr is that right exactly that is very very exciting this is our first commission there's actually something new for the um BFI London Film Festival. So each year we are going to commission a um, prestigious filmmaker to make a new VR work. <gasps> That's and this year wow. we're going to start with a bang. And Asif Kapadia is going to do a new rendition on Laika. So the first dog in space. Yeah. I had the chance to talk to Asif about his new work and his first work in VR. And um, he is very excited by the new possibilities this medium gives him and the funny thing was he said he was very very skeptical about this new medium until he mm. started to really have a look into it and see new artworks 
he was on the the jury for Venice VR, uh, the Venice Biennale. And he saw so many things, and now he's more of a um, <laughs> of an evangelist than uh, skeptical, which is uh, great to see. And I'm very happy. And this new commission is going to premiere next year, and we're very excited for it. That is wow. That's big, big yeah, news. Yeah, it's big, big. People might think that VR is primarily for gamers. So how do you see? Because obviously, gaming is, is such a huge. Um, industry in its own right but people keep talking about the marrying of the two film and gaming do you see this as part of that process or as something completely separate ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's definitely part of the process because it's uh, driving um, the potential for narrative forward. But on the other hand, I'm not a gamer at all. I've no. never been. So my background is arts. I come from an arts background, uh, theater and, and visual arts. So I'm interested in how creators and artists use this medium, but also use the possibilities mm -hmm. that gaming gives us. So you have agents as a um, visitor, as a, as a user. You can drive the story forward and you can use game mechanics to drive the story in a different way and this is what i think is super interesting i would always say it's more of an experience than it's it's not a game for me it's not mm -hmm. a film because it's a, it's a new format i think it's more of an experience and do you think that all films could be viewable in this way that they could all be experienced in a vr sense so inside our expanse, our mm -hmm. virtual museum, we actually have a complete auditorium. Mm -hmm. And this auditorium is a virtual reproduction of our biggest cinema here at the BFI South Bank. It looks exactly like the NFT one. I did. Yeah, I saw it. We have a huge <laughs> screen where also a lot of um, our events are going to take place. And we are also um, screening films there. So, of course, it is a possibility. You can go there together. You can sit inside, even if you can't physically mm -hmm. come to the BFI South Bank. You can sit inside the NFT one and watch the screening. And this is something that's done quite a lot already also in VR platforms. I'm not quite sure if it uh, is a substitute for being physically in one room. Mm -hmm. 
Actually, I'm quite sure it is not, <laughs> but it's tr- it's still it's an interesting concept In this to time, have a look at it. Especially yes. when we can't. Exactly. Yeah. And you see other people's next. I mean, you you can see your neighbor next to you. You can talk mm-hmm. to him or her, and so uh, I think it's it's definitely has got something, but it's not a substitute for being really in the cinema and seeing a film. It's a free exhibition, and as you say, it's accessible from all over the world. But how do you get people? excited about it and make it feel like it's a real event like the lff is an event for one we have our exhibition here at the bfi south bank so everyone can just come by Mm -hmm. as we speak today we had our first visitors here which is super exciting and definitely it is an event for people to come back and Mm -hmm. and see such an installation and on the other hand as i just said we have a lot of events and panels keynotes etc that are happening inside our space so it's not just a museum where you can come and see the artworks anytime you want but there's actually live events. You can meet the artists. For example, we've created a, um, a new format where the artists are just going to be inside the museum as a virtual avatar, basically. Some people are going to be in Canada. Others are going to be <laughs> in, uh, here in the UK, but not in London. But you can just go up to talk to them, ask them about their works. Mm-hmm. And this is something I think is very, very exciting and gives new perspectives. And in terms of reaching different generations i think younger generations are always going to be slightly more open to new technologies is that something that you think about in terms of approaching older generations and getting them more involved definitely i mean it's amazing to have new audiences come to lff and get them to engage with the full program and on the other hand i think the artistic angle that we have with the program and really showcasing different art forms and genres is something that also appears to an audience that would normally go to a theater or to an exhibition space. So I think it's sort of the mix and it really speaks to a very large audience and very diverse audience. So I hope we get very, very different people to experience LFF Expanded. We're talking here at the LFF, the London Film Festival, but they're not just filmmakers who are exhibiting in the expanse so tell me about the backgrounds of some of the exhibitions and Mm -hmm. you know how they've come to be made here how come they're they're being shown at the film festival they have very very different backgrounds so as you say of course it's uh, filmmakers who want to venture into a new space and do 360 or um, even interactive works but uh, a lot of them are actually visual artists uh, or they come from backgrounds like theater performance etc for example the piece dazzle that we showcase This is actually a full-on exhibition inside a a gallery space. Then also it has sort of a performative area. They have a great ball that they do. So it's a live uh, performance. They do fashion design. They have their own designs. They have this virtual reality piece, but they also have an augmented reality piece. So there's this whole group of artists. So one is actually working on the VR design. The other one is a choreographer. Then they have a fashion designer. They have a graphic designer. They have a theater director. So they all come together and make these pieces, which I find super, super interesting because everyone feeds in their practice, their artistic practice, their experience. And um, this is, I think, what's what makes these projects so exciting. You can find out more about LFF Expanded on the LFF website. We'll link to it in the show notes. And we'll see you in the expanse. Sound like I'm from the Matrix. Very cool. In the meantime, we want to hear your thoughts. Let us know what you thought of the XR programme. Have you tried it at home? Did you go to the exhibition? What do you think of the expanse? Did you take the red pill or the blue pill? 
send us a voice note to festival.events at bfi.org.uk and we'll include the best ones in this podcast as we go along. I'm Rihanna Dillon, your guide to LFF 2020. Follow me online at Rihanna Dillon and join the conversation on Twitter with hashtag LFF. That's it for this episode of the LFF podcast. It's produced by Anna Bogutskaya, edited by Olivia Graham, with music composed by Francis Johnson. You can find them on Instagram. You can subscribe and listen to the podcast on Acast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your shows. Just search for LFF podcast and you'll find us there. We'll be back on Tuesday with a special episode on Delia Derbyshire, David Byrne, and why musicians make for great films. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.